Time for Around the Ozarks in 5. Brought to you by the Butterfly Palace and Rainforest Adventure, Adventure Cave Tours, and Talking Rocks Cavern. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Hey, hey, good morning to you on Wednesday. It is, uh, it's good to be back with you. I'll just say that. I'm glad you are back. Uh, Diana did a great job. She is uh, equally as funny, but I enjoy the baritone in your voice, I guess. Um, we got extra baritone right have now. back a little bit, right? I got extra baritone right now. <laughs> um, all right. Here's a look at the news. Uh, Springfield car shop owner uh, or now former owner will spend four years behind bars. Chris King of Queen City Motors pleaded guilty in federal court to wire fraud and identity theft. Investigators say he used personal information um, from 30 auto loan applications over a couple year period and submitted fraudulent uh, loans. Well, it is at least a 10-day suspension for a Springfield student who brought a gun to school on Monday. It happened at Westport Elementary, and he apparently showed it to other students while walking home. The district says that gun was not shown inside the school. Mm, okay. A swearing-in ceremony for a Springfield School Board took place. Judy Bruner and Sharita Thomas-Tate were voted in last Tuesday during the election. Bruner is new to the board. Uh, she won 28% of the vote, and Thomas Tate is already on the school board and was reelected with 25% of the vote. Some 160 fentanyl pills are now off the street in Ozarks, are in the Ozarks. Uh, the Miller County Sheriff's Department arrested two men with them in their car. They also found meth, several other uh, highly addictive pills, an 18-year-old from Iberia and a 44-year-old man from Lake of the Ozarks now both facing drug charges uh, following that traffic stop. And speaking of drugs, the Biden administration says it's trying to crack down on the synthetic drug trade. Uh, the White House is appointing uh, people to try to prevent the drugs manufacturing, trafficking, and financing. In 2021 alone, more than 100,006 uh, Americans died of drug overdoses, uh, primarily from synthetic opioids like fentanyl. And, man, if you've seen any of the coverage along the border, the southern border, drugs are streaming in across the border because they'll have a stop where they find enough drugs to kill, you know, a third of the country. It's unbelievable how powerful those drugs are. Uh, and that's what they catch. So imagine what, uh, what they're not catching that gets across the border. So I would advise the administration to maybe start south. Yeah. Well, and even in the Ozarks, goodness gracious, talking about a traffic stop with 160 pills. I mean, in a small town. So, right. um, all right. The COVID national emergency status is officially over, as we told you earlier this week. Um, unrelated to that, really, but kind of at the same time, finances could get tougher for people who have come to rely on some of the financial help that they were receiving from nonprofits and other COVID-related monies. Here in Greene County, a rental assistance program is no longer accepting new applications. Uh, since COVID started, those making less than 50% of our area's median household wage could apply for that assistance, uh, but leaders of the program say that it was only ever meant to be temporary and that money is now gone. Nearly 4,000 households received rental and or utility assistance. 
the popular Jesus Revolution movie is now available on streaming. Uh, it was a smash hit at the box office, did better than expected in theaters, and now you can stream it. Uh, Pastor Greg Laurie, who wrote the original Jesus Revolution book, is encouraging Christians to use that streaming version of the movie as an outreach. Oh, we saw that movie. It was pretty good. I thought it was too. I mean, I um, what I thought was most interesting about it actually is I thought the movie was great, but then when I got home um, and I was scrolling through my Facebook feed, I had a lot of friends, obviously a little older than me, but um, who were saved during the Jesus People movement. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, like I could probably name five or six people and you would know them, all of them. Um, and I thought that's the craziest thing. Cause, um, I mean, they're, you know, from all over different parts of the country, but, um, they all came to Christ during that time period, yeah. um, and are still in the faith today. So it's, it's pretty, cool. uh, yeah, it's, it's a really neat, uh, account of what happened during the, uh, sixties and seventies. Uh, I don't, I don't remember ever hearing anything about it. I was, I mean, I was very young. Well, I was born in the early seventies. So, uh, but I never remember hearing about it, you know, stories about it or anything like that. So it, it, it was, was coming to an end though, when you were like 10, right. Or even younger, maybe. Yeah. Younger than that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, you wouldn't remember it because I was born in 82 and there's so much I don't remember that you'll talk about like, oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, I was alive for that, but I don't remember it because I was too young to recall. Well, so. yeah, I was too young to be involved in it, but you know, through history, you hear, you hear about things and I've heard about a lot of things in my life. Uh, so I was a little surprised that I had heard nothing about that, uh, because it was a pretty big deal. Time magazine, no less. Um, this was cool. We were at this last night. Hall of Fame quarterback Jim Kelly was in Branson last night to speak at the South Central Missouri Fellowship of Christian Athletes Banquet. It was a good time. Uh, he spoke about his football career with the Buffalo Bills, of course, uh, as well as his personal life. He's had, a, he's had a tough go personally. He and his wife uh, lost their one-year-old child to a rare disease. That, was, uh, that, was, that battle was, was highly publicized at the time. Uh, and Jim has fought through four bouts with cancer, uh, and he is he's still going. Uh, it was great because he talked about how his faith got him through uh, those difficult times in his life and how he got back to his faith during those times. So uh, I thought he was great, didn't you? Yeah, very interesting. And honestly, I am not a professional football fan, so I wasn't actually super familiar with him. Um, but it makes me he was very endearing, you know, um, because you can, I, you know, you have this perception of what an NFL player is going to be like. Um, and then he wasn't, I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, I guess it was an FCA banquet after all, but, um, it was just cool to hear like his journey, um, from the question of like, why God is all this happening to me to like the greater purpose of where it led him ultimately. So yeah. that was kind of cool. Well, and just here, I mean, imagine getting to four Super Bowls and winning zero. Oh. That you feel like that would haunt you for the rest of your life. But he's, you know, he's he can talk about it. He's dealing with it all right. Yeah, uh, he's blessed to have been there, of course. But uh, man, wide right, yeah. you're so close. I, so yeah, close. it's funny to me because I can't even fathom right that level of opportunity in a in the Super Bowl of all things a Super Bowl. 
But just as a Christian, all of those things so far pale in comparison that I feel like you can kind of zoom out and be like, yeah, it was a Super Bowl. And while that's a huge deal, and I know that I can't really, it's not like I've ever been there, done that. But I also think like, what is any accolade on earth really worth? I don't know. And then to hear just like the struggles of his personal life with cancer and then his son passing away, um, like, you know, on a scale, you're like, who, who gives a rip that I went to four Super Bowls and didn't win any, you know what I mean? Even if he had won all four of them, I just feel, I don't know, perspective. That's all. <laughs> well, I'm glad you have that perspective. <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean, I, I mean, but think about, I don't know, football to him was a massive deal, but it's not life. You know what I mean? Like his son, his life, his, his actual yeah, life. Well, yeah. Life. Things get put in perspective when, when family members are affected and afflicted, uh, and, and your, your life is yes. Yes. But it's, it's still a fairly big deal. Right. I know. Do you think that you would live on that for the rest of your life? I think it would. I think you would hate it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah, you've, you've had a chance. Imagine you train your whole life to go to an Olympics. You have a chance to win the gold and you don't get anything. You know what I mean? You're yeah, right there yeah, yeah. to win the Olympics uh, and you, you could have done it. And in fact, for him, he drove the team down and got him into position to kick a field goal, kick a field goal. They win the Super Bowl. Jim has no control over the guy kicking the field goal. You know what I mean? They should have put you in, coach. You know that would have that 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 would haunt you because you're you're sitting on the bench watching, and a guy misses a field goal, and you lose the Super Bowl. Yeah, that'd be it's that'd be tough to deal with. Yes, it's not it's not. I mean, it was his life, but it's not life life. It's not the, right. the most important things in life. I get what you're saying, yeah. but. You know, you, you get past the other things and then you're going to move on to your second tier of problems and still not <laughs> winning a Super Bowl is going to be right on the top of that list. Okay. Okay. I get it. Um, um, uh, let me do weather real fast. It's going to be, yeah, it's I mean, going to be great. It's going to be hot today. People are going to be complaining because it's hot. 81 degrees today, 80 tomorrow, sunshine out the wazoo. Uh, Friday, let's see, uh, eight, almost 80. And then we got rain coming in Saturday. We got a soccer tournament on Saturday. Oh, man. It's going to rain. It's going to stink. Uh, and then the temperature drops a little bit, gets back down to 60s, 70s. But there you go. Um, no complaints over here on the heat. Come on, people. No complaining. We've been waiting for this day, and we're here. Yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I just think a lot of people would be like, "Give me, can I have two weeks of 70s, low 70s? Yeah. I'm an 80s kind of girl, but you know. Um, okay, well, have a great. You know what my brother said? My brother said, "But you're uh, you're somebody who doesn't work out in the heat." Because my brother was complaining yesterday. He was up in St. Louis, and he kind of has a little farm, and he's doing manual labor all day long. And he was talking about how hot it was, and he's like, "I used to like this kind of weather, but not anymore. I got to work out in it. It gets hot." So yeah, I get it. All I do is walk to and from a car. Yeah, I thought you meant like work out because you know I work out in the heat. Work out, yes. Yeah. No, I, I mean um, actually, like as in exercise in the heat on purpose. But I am aware of that. I yes, it that. is a uh, 
gosh, personal preference. Like a lot of people run better when it's like freezing cold outside. So <clears throat> it's just, I don't know, personal preference. But yeah, <laughs> Ethan is not working in the heat. <laughs> He's walking to his air conditioned car. That's about it. <laughs> uh, all right. Good to have you back. Yay. Yeah. Good to be back. <laughs> so I can pick on you. <laughs> see you. Right, have a you. great day. I'm <laughs> We'll see you tomorrow. What are you doing? Are we leaving? I just thought I love you. I don't know why I said that. You said I, I love mean, you? I mean, I do love you, but I was like talking to the viewers and I said, love you. You like, told them that you love them? <laughs> it what was on accident. There? It's a habit whenever I'm hanging up with somebody. You do tell way too many. Uh, I'll be honest with you. And people <laughs> at home don't know this. But she throws around the love word. I don't even know that it means anything anymore. She says it to like almost everybody on the phone. Whenever you're you're getting off the phone, I I don't even I don't know if it's a family member or somebody you met last week, or if it's Scott him, Brady, our former boss. You tell one him that time you I love was him. hanging up with him, and I said I love you, <laughs> and it was like so awkward because he was like, uh, and I was like, I, I, sorry, Scott, I thought you were Ethan. Do you remember this? And you it thought... was like, <laughs> it was super awkward. It was yeah, habit. that would be awkward. Yeah, it was very awkward. I didn't mean to. I mean, even though I do love you, Scott, if you're watching, I think you're great, but I don't love you. You know, I just <sighs> love you. You got to stop throwing the love word around. I'm really embarrassed so now. I got to go. Let's go. I'm turning red. <laughs> well, it's well-deserved. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.